You're listening to the Keith to the City podcast. All right, another game, another win for the Yankees as they beat the Red Sox 5-2 to to improve their winning streak to now five straight games. Started last Sunday against the Nationals, then the two wins over the Orioles, and now two wins against the Red Sox with a chance to get it to six if they sweep the Red Sox on Sunday Night Baseball in the Bronx. Uh, it was a pretty smooth game for the Yankees as they took the lead on an Aaron Judge solo home run, his fourth straight game with a home run, and then Gio Urshela hits the Yankees' second grand slam in three nights to give them a 5 nothing lead, and uh, from there... It was pretty much smooth sailing. There was uh, a hiccup along the way, which we'll get to, but it had nothing to do with the players and something to do with the manager. But it's another game, another win, and uh, Masahiro Tanaka in his season debut was okay. He goes two and two-thirds, allows four hits, two runs, one earned run, a walk, and three strikeouts. Uh, He looked like Masahiro Tanaka does. He, He didn't look any different. The preset pitch count limited him to two and two-thirds, and uh, it seemed like he could certainly go longer. I'm sure he wishes he could have gone longer, but the overcautious Yankees weren't going to let him, and it, I guess it's understandable in his first game of the season. Uh, the Yankees are in this for the long haul, so they'll protect Tanaka when they can, um, and so they turn to the bullpen after two and two-thirds, and they get six and a third scoreless innings from the trio of Luis Avalon, Nick Nelson, and David Hale. Six and a third scoreless, two hits, both coming against Hale, so four and a third straight from Avalon and Nelson without a hit. Uh, three walks, seven strikeouts. The Yankees struck out 12 Red Sox. Everyone in the Red Sox lineup struck out at least once except for Kevin Pillar. So a pretty dominant performance from a pitching standpoint. And when you have Masahiro Tanaka going two and two-thirds, that's probably the last thing you think is going to happen, especially when you factor in that neither Adam Adovino, Chad Green, or Zach Britton pitched in the game uh, to get that kind of effort from your second tier relievers, maybe even third tier relievers is pretty impressive. And I think on a day when the Yankees announced that Tommy Canely would undergo Tommy John surgery, ending his 2020 season and most likely ending his Yankees tenure, uh, Nick Nelson steps up as possibly trying to get in the conversation of being that next elite reliever. I know Jonathan Loisaga is right there, but they view him as more as a multi-inning guy. Nick Nelson now maybe another multi-inning guy, um, which is sort of what also what they think of David Hale and Michael King. So the Yankees now have a bunch of these multi-inning guys who they're going to turn to one of them, at least one of them, to join that elite group of Britain and Chapman and Adovino and Green and Nick Nelson in his Major League debut, three innings, no hits, two walks, and four strikeouts against the Red Sox lineup, which is still pretty good. It's not what it was last year. It's not what it was two years ago, but it's still pretty solid. I mean, Ben Attendee, he's having a horrific season. He wasn't very good last year. If you count what he did two years ago, still a good bat. Devers certainly here there at the three-hole. Bogarts, uh, J.D. Martinez didn't play, but then you've got guys like Mitch Moreland in there as well. So the, the Red Sox lineup can still mash. They can still hit. They haven't hit in these first two games at Yankee Stadium, mostly because of the Yankees pitching, but they can still hit. As for pitching, the Red Sox, they certainly can't pitch. They're trying to get Zach Godley's career back on track. It couldn't have gone worse for the guy. Three and a third, five runs, eight base runners in the three and a third and two home runs. Uh, It's crazy to think of where he was just three years ago with the Diamondbacks, sort of establishing himself as a front-end starter for them, uh, pitching in the postseason for them. And now here he is, barely hanging on, 
losing games for the Red Sox. Uh, and after him, the Red Sox bullpen wasn't bad. I mean, they threw four and two-thirds scoreless against the Yankees, just giving up two hits. But the damage had already been done thanks to Judge and Urshela. So now the Yankees have a chance to sweep on Sunday night. And these two games, they didn't really feel like Yankees-Red Sox games, most likely because the Red Sox just aren't very good. And they're not going to be very good for at least the foreseeable future if you look at the way this team is built. John Smoltz brought that up a lot on the Fox broadcast about he how he doesn't see the Red Sox being good for at least a few seasons. Um, so it's good to hear John Smoltz say something bad about a team other than the Yankees, who he's still upset uh, ruined the Braves' legacy by beating them in the 96 and 99 World Series and certainly beating Smoltz along the way. And, if, and the Yankees effectively ended his career in 2009 when they just embarrassed him at Yankee Stadium that summer. And then the Red Sox uh, released him and he ended up finishing up with the Cardinals. But to hear Smoltz say something on a Yankees game broadcast that wasn't negative about the Yankees is pretty surprising. And uh, I know that most fans will say, oh, this broadcaster's bias against my team or this broadcaster doesn't like my guys, my players. But it's, you know, and a lot of that isn't true. But when it comes to Smoltz, it certainly is true. You can hear it in his voice, um, especially in the postseason. It was different to hear him talk negatively about a team other than the Yankees while the Yankees are playing. Some other things, Gary Sanchez finally gets... His first hit of the season, the RBI single to break through. The 0 for 15 is snapped there. Gardner snapped his the night before. And then Gardner went 0 for 3 last night to get to start a new hitless streak. But it's good to see both those guys break through. As I said, I thought they would soon on Friday in the Yankees Thoughts blog on Keep to the City. That was really it. Pretty easy going game. Not much there until the ninth inning. At that point, the Yankees had a 5-2 lead. Zach Britton has pitched twice this season. And David Hale goes out for a second inning of work to close out the game. And at the moment, I was like, what, is Zach Britton hurt now? Because the other day, I'm going wild because Tommy Canely's not coming in the game. Then we find out Tommy Canely's injured and needs Tommy John surgery. So is Zach Britton hurt? But no, Zach Britton wasn't hurt. Aaron Boone just felt with the way he got up and down and warmed up the past few days that he didn't want to overdo it. The guy didn't even pitch in a game, so I don't know how we can overdo it, but okay, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But there's David Hale with a three-run lead. He puts two men on. Tying run comes to the play with two outs. It's Andrew Benintendi. You bring in Britain there. It's lefty on lefty. Benintendi has hit big home runs at Yankee Stadium in his short career. David Hale somehow gets through it, strikes out Benintendi, who's been horrible in the early going this season. That was a moment there where... It would have not been good if David Hale gives up a three-run home run there and the Red Sox tie the game or if he blows the lead completely or if the Yankees lose that game because Aaron Boone didn't want to pitch out of Eno Green or Britain for whatever reason. Hale saves Boone from me talking about firing Aaron Boone today, which I don't think would be sarcasm or an over-exaggeration if you can't do something as simple as manage the bullpen in the ninth inning of a regular season game when you have a completely rested group of elite relievers, including your closer, you're just unfit to be the manager. But Boone gets by with David Hale and Luis Avalon, who he seems to like to pitch every single game, and then Nick Delson, who's got to get another look in a big spot because of his work in his Major League debut. The Yankees win again, 5-2. to They'll try to sweep the Red Sox on Sunday night and continue to have the best record in baseball. That'll do it for today. I'll be back on Monday to wrap up the series and look ahead at the four-game series with the Phillies. Thanks for listening.